all right, if you're the same way I am, uh, you like a good snack throughout the day, you want something that's not going to destroy um, any plans you may have of eating healthy. Now, I don't always make good health decisions, as you can tell by looking at me, but my wife does, and she loves Built Bars. Why? Well, she likes, I will say this about my wife. She's very, if you know who she is, she's uh, I'm. Uh, she's on uh, Instagram, at Lisa Page made me do it. She is uh, in shape and healthy. And you say, well, you know, she probably just eats salads all day. And she does eat her fair share of salads. But I will say she also loves her desserts. She's a she's a dessert fiend. Like if she was if she could only eat ice cream, she'd probably do it. Sometimes she actually does eat ice cream for dinner. It does happen. I've seen it happen multiple times. So for her, taste of a sweet treat, very important. And she loves built Bars. She keeps them chilled in the refrigerator. That's that's the only way she eats them. She likes them chilled in the refrigerator. You might like them at, uh, at room temp as well, but you're going to like them. Built.com is the place to go. Use the promo code BEC15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Uh, use the promo code BEC15 for 15% off right now at Built.com. It's Built.com radio show in just a second. Going today, but back tomorrow. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Our phone number. Uh, we're going to talk about my absolutely, absolute favorite story of the week involving Spotify. I. This is a very Pat Gray story. I absolutely feel like. love this story. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that and lots more uh, coming up in just one minute. Well. You know the saying, we must hang together or we will surely hang separately. It's a concept Ben Franklin, that's my man, my favorite founder, uh, he believed in over two centuries ago, but it still stands true today. The Great Reset is no longer on the horizon. It is here, as Glenn has been talking about over the past couple of weeks with his new book and all the specials he's been doing on this. Uh, So you need to do something about this and you need to do business with people who share your values or at least don't outwardly oppose them. Patriot Mobile is a business that does support your values. This isn't about just saving money, although you can do that. It's not about just great service, although you get that. It's about drawing a line in the sand and standing on the right side of history. Um, Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. And as I found out yesterday, trying to set up an appointment, um, wow, is it important when people speak the same language as you and also, you can understand the words that they say. I that is something you that like is that, really, really when nice. You can understand them. I know it's huh. really cliched, like they were doing mm. stand-up comedy routines about this in like 1983. <laughs> but man, it's still true, and maybe it's more relevant. true today. It's yeah. I, there it's are so many times relevant. I make these calls. I can't. I, I know. I'm not. I'm not a hater. 
I just want to set up the appointment and the yes. words you're saying aren't words. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand. It might be my fault. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. patriotmobile.com slash Beck is the place to go or 972 Patriot. You get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans and first responders save even more. So make the switch today. Support a company that loves America, that loves you and loves your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them 972-PATRIOT. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn. Triple eight seven two seven 727 I love the fact that an ultimatum was laid down for Spotify, uh, you got to make a choice here. You got two artists on on your site, and one of them has to go. Uh, tough call. A tough call. Um, what do you do? Well, you choose the other guy. Uh, Neil Young. <laughs> I don't know if he thinks this is 1969 still, mm. 1970. Uh, even then, I'm saying, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Neil. Uh, Neil Young demands that they that spotify drop joe rogan first of all you should be able to noodle this out they just signed a 100 million dollar deal yeah. with joe rogan mm-hmm. think you're not gonna win this fight uh but he he told him you can either have my music on your site or joe rogan you can't have both and they summarily they, dismissed his music they agreed they we can't have both yeah right and we will not have you darn it we're gonna miss old man look at my life <laughs> i'm a lot like you were what are we gonna do without that song what are we gonna do without it because i because I, I don't this, know i have this opinion i don't know how mainstream it is uh-huh but that neil young sucks yes oh he's actually oh, terrible neil young Sucks. Am I a, what's the what's Terrible. the classic rock opinion of Neil Young? Because I know Crosby, I think a lot, Stills, still, Nash, yeah, and they Young. like him, you know, as a songwriter and a singer. And yeah, I, I don't know how you can like him as a singer. It's like the Bob Dylan experience to me. It's uh, bad. There's a lot of people who Singing love wise. Bob Dylan. It's yeah. not my thing. I don't get it. I don't either. The Neil Young thing falls into I that category. Really don't get. Neil I've Young. had relatives who love neil young live and die with the guy even though he's obviously you know no conservative and many of these people are conservatives but still love the guy yeah because he was like you know i don't know speaking out against the man back in the day or something sure was and that is a war guy big uh you know he was always bumping up against the government but now uh i guess he's all in with the government which is kind of interesting. You know, mm. you got this 60s protest singer, and that's really kind of what he was, what he, what you kind of identify him with. Uh, and he was sort of counterculture, and now you're all about this administration and everything they say. Yeah, I remember back in, in 2006, uh, he with Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, they, they sang the song, Let's Impeach the President. And they were talking about George W. Bush. They right. were against the man, fighting right. back against fighting the man. against the man. Now, of course, the ironically named free speech tour <laughs> that he was on at the time in mm-hmm. 2006. He's kind of given that one up. Is that ironic, isn't it? <laughs> the free speech tour now turns into get Joe Rogan off of Spotify. My gosh. I mean, what a pathetic group of people. You can't hear a different opinion. You can't. And you know what? Mm-hmm. There's no way Neil Young is listening to this opinion. He's not hearing Joe Rogan's opinion. That's right. He's, he's heard that Joe Rogan has said certain things. That's what he's doing. He wants people 
to not be able to hear those things. He doesn't want you or me or anyone in the audience to hear that Joe Rogan likes some other treatment for a virus. <laughs> like, that's how pathetic this is. And it worked for Joe Rogan, right? So how is it misinformation if he's just telling you, here's what worked for me? Oh, I mean, it's hard to tell what works and what doesn't, especially with COVID, when uh, the yeah. overwhelming majority, especially Joe Rogan, who's in a, a guy who's in pretty good shape, relatively young, you know, doing absolutely nothing probably also works for Joe Rogan, right? Um, that's not something that the left yeah, a lot of times wants maybe. you to hear. But I mean, mm-hmm. most people are okay. That's what I did. That you did, I right? did mostly nothing. I took some vitamins and, and uh, steroids. That's and, what I took. And you felt sick for a little while and yeah. then got better. It was right? miserable yeah. for a couple of days, but I lived. Exactly. And Everybody the on case. the show got it. You know, Keith got it. Mm-hmm. He, he went with ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, producer Rob got it. He went with ivermectin. His wife got it. She went up with finally in the end. First, she started with the Merck pill, which didn't do anything for her but give her bad side effects. And then mm. she started on ivermectin. That worked for her. Mm. I mean, how many times do you have to anecdotally hear about it working for people before you say, huh, maybe we don't understand everything about this? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just the bottom line is and I keep coming back to this with the covid thing. and We don't need to go deep into it, but it's like we have a lot of tools now that we didn't have two years ago. Mm-hmm. This is not March 2020 anymore. People have yeah. choices and you might say that choice is dumb. A lot of people think and that's that fine. ivermectin is a dumb choice for covid. A lot of people think that uh, the vaccine is a dumb choice for covid. All right. You know, we are at least Pat six months away from anyone being persuaded on either side. There has not mm-hmm. been a single individual mm-hmm. persuaded either way in six months. Okay, <laughs> or more, or more. I mean, I, I, when you look at the um, the vaccination mm-hmm. data uh, from uh, in Trump counties and Biden counties, mm-hmm. it's almost identical until May. It's almost identical. I mean, they mm-hmm. rise at all the same paths, and then they diverge, and more blue counties get uh, have higher vaccination rates. Though, to be clear. It's not that dramatically different. I mean, people mm. make a big deal out of these differences about the, the majority of both parties have been vaccinated at this point. You know, there is a split. So what? Let people make their own decisions. There are a lot of things out there. If they believe yep. it's ivermectin, you know what? It's not your responsibility to micromanage their health. You're not their dads. Okay. Let them make their own choices. If you think, uh, as was stated in the New York Times recently, that the that COVID for a vaccinated person is less dangerous, less dangerous than the flu. Mm. Right now. This is not something in the future. This is right now. This is it doesn't matter if you as a conservative or you as maybe a COVID skeptic believe that statement. The the important thing is that they believe it. They believe their sources are telling them. A vaccinated person has less risk than the normal flu. That is what their science tells them. Who cares what your science tells you? Who cares what the, the opinions of all these other people are? Mm-hmm. The bottom line is the only people who want restrictions are people on the left. And that's what they believe. They don't act like they believe it, man. I'll tell you that. But that is what their science tells them. So this is over. The point, the fact that Joe Rogan talks to an audience of mainly younger people who are incredibly likely to have no problems with COVID anyway Mm -hmm. and tells them to take, let's just say it was a completely BS solution to this problem. Let's say it's tree bark. He was like, you know what? You got to chew tree bark. 
If you go out to your yard and you start biting on the nearest tree and pull off a good chunk of bark and you chew it up into little pieces and swallow it, that'll cure COVID. Who cares? If you're going to Joe Rogan for your health advice... That's the thing. You you, he, you know he's not a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's a guy trying to figure the world out. And everybody the, who listens to him knows that. They, yeah. they know he's just a guy talking on a podcast exactly. about his opinions. And, you know, look... Well, that doesn't mean I'm going to run out and do everything <laughs> he said he did. Yes! Do you know, Joe, the first Man. one of the first interviews I heard about COVID was on Joe Rogan's show. And it was with Michael Osterholm, who is one of, was, was an advisor to Joe Biden... Okay, mm-hmm. and he came on and said, "Hey, you know this actually could be bad. Like this is this one. This one is not like some of these other ones that have come and gone. This one we could have real problems <laughs> with." And he went through the whole situation, mm-hmm. and he said in that interview, we should point out that that it's not at all obvious we should close schools. In that interview, it was in like January or February of twenty twenty. So before any of this stuff wow. even hit it, he hit us hit us here. Yeah, he said schools. Eh, you know, that's probably not a, a wise choice. But in addition to that. Joe Rogan, during the interview, asked him, asked a, a, a virologist if one of the cures could be saunas. What if you went into a sauna and okay. breathed in the really hot air? Would that kill COVID in your lungs? That was one of his questions. Huh. Now, but now that he said, no, no, that's not how the body works. And Rogan was like, huh. oh, OK, I just heard it online. But that's Joe Rogan's approach. Like he's yeah. he's looking he's around. Asking he's questions. asking questions. He doesn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it. It can be very entertaining. It can be very informative. A lot of people probably heard that same rumor at the same time and had it disproved on Joe Rogan's show. Because right. he brought it up. Because he brought it up and was willing to, you know, to ask a question that some journalist mm-hmm. might feel like, oh, this is a silly question. He doesn't care. He's a regular guy. He reads something. He wants to know more about it. And he's not he's not embarrassed to say, sometimes I don't have all the knowledge, right? And instead of treating him as a really, you know, this will be an important thing. Like, what's his face? Sanjay Gupta went on his show. And on Rogan's on show? On Rogan's show and yeah. talked to him for an hour. And, uh, you know... There were times in which he was, I would think, I thought was evasive to what Rogan was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were times he brought up things that maybe that audience hadn't heard. And maybe it convinced some people that uh, of, of different solutions. The bottom line is, just have the guts to go on and talk to the guy. Instead of silencing him. Yeah. If you think he's it's wrong, crazy. then go on the show and say and that it, he's wrong. Or we, disprove him with some science. And Joe Rogan himself has said he's not a COVID expert. No. He's not a doctor. In fact, he said, I'm an effing idiot <laughs> who does a podcast. <laughs> right. He's not claiming to be a scientist. Yeah. So, you know, everybody listening doesn't just run out and do what Joe Rogan said. God, you're, look, it's you're, madness. As, as Joe Rogan would tell you, if you go out and listen to every piece of Joe Rogan's health advice, the man's talking about doing <laughs> drugs like 80% right. of his shows. Like right. he's not, it's not necessarily. Elon Musk smoked pot on his show. Right. Does that mean every every American listening is going to run out and buy pot and smoke it now? No. No. No, it does not. No, it does not. There's this weird thing the left wants to do, silencing speech. And it's yeah, not it, about them hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's about others hearing it. Because God forbid they might be convinced to an opinion that's different than what Neil Young believes. And look at Neil Young. Does he look like the picture of health to you? <laughs> Guy looks like he could keel over at any second. But he's 117. He's 117. But defense, when he was 40, he looked like he could also yeah, keel over at any second. He's never yes, looked he like the picture of health. <laughs> so you shouldn't listen to Neil Young's advice. And you shouldn't listen to Joe Rogan's advice either. Or mine. Or yours. Or Do even, your own research. Yeah. How many times has Glenn said it? For 
you know, 20 years, he's been saying, do your own research. And I will say, you might you might get the wrong answer if you do your own research sometimes. That might happen. But first of all, it will be your decision. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you don't have to do this alone. You have a doctor of your own. Go to them and ask them what you should do. Mm. The, the, you don't need to listen to Anthony Fauci, who might be an infectious disease expert, but has no idea what your your individual situation is. He doesn't even know who you are. Go to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. That's a great way of handling these situations. And, and Anthony and do, Fauci hasn't hasn't actually had any patients for over forty years. <laughs> I mean, I, I, come on, he doesn't treat people anymore. It's not what he does. It's no. not his role. And so you shouldn't take specific, like you know he can say as a as a public health expert what he believes should be done, and those those suggestions can be processed by politicians who are supposed to be experts in political science mm-hmm. and and care about their their uh, constituents, not just go blindly along with every expert that passes by. That's not how this is supposed to work. That's a different country. That's a different alignment. That's a techno uh, technocracy. there's a bunch of technocrats running the country there you go there you go yeah it's that that's not what we have and not what you want (laughs) triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k more coming up in 60 seconds all right let's talk about julie she wrote into us to tell us about her husband's experience with relief factor she says i ordered relief factor for my husband and he could not be happier it hasn't had the stiffness and pain in his lower back and he's uh, suffered with that for years i'm only sorry we didn't order it sooner what a great product thank you relief factor Relief Factor has been working for Glenn for a long time. Hey, it might not work for you. It only works for, I think, like 70% of the people who try it. If it doesn't work for you, well, then don't use it again. But you can get a 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. It's only a dollar a day. It's like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. That says a lot. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, it's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10-second station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn, who's back tomorrow. Uh, And while we're talking about who you listen to on any of these issues, uh, you know, listen to every take if you want to, and then, you know, figure it out for yourself. But if you're just a guy or a a woman who thinks Anthony Fauci is the be-all and end-all, I mean, that guy has said everything possible on both sides of any of these arguments, essentially. and. And he continues to, we continue to find out new things. Fox reported this week that Fauci was told on January 27th, 2020, so two years ago, exactly to the day, that uh, his NIAD, uh, NAIAID, NIAID mm-hmm. uh, department, it was the National Health Institute, had been directly funding the Wuhan lab through EcoHealth, a U.S. based scientific nonprofit. Uh, so, and that there was a good chance that the virus came from that lab. He was told that two years ago. So initially, he understood the fact that it was very possible that the that the virus originated in the lab. Then he acted like it was a total conspiracy theory. And then he changed back and said, well, maybe. 
And then he said, no, it's a conspiracy theory again. Oh, is it back I mean, he's back. I think he's be back on conspiracy theory now. So yeah, don't tell me Anthony Fauci has all the answers because he doesn't. And he shouldn't have he shouldn't have the power that he has. I mean, look, no, you he know, he's not. been in office for too long through too mm-hmm. many presidents uh, should have been let go a long time ago. But even beyond that, I think more importantly, you point out he said every single thing about every single issue at this point, which is basically true. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. back and forth on a bunch of this stuff. And from part- masks to uh, yeah. you name it, masks, whether or not it originated at the Wuhan lab, uh, the kinds of treatments you should be using, uh, the, the, the length of time this was going to take. One of the big ones uh, that doesn't get talked about enough is him saying, outwardly admitting later on that he lied about what herd immunity oh, would right. be in this country. I mean, right. that's a, uh, an absolutely inexcusable right. thing that should have resulted in his immediate removal from this role. Uh, he said no it was going to be like, ah, 65 or 70% will give us herd immunity. And then later on said, well, we knew people would be really, really upset with that and would not be able to, would, would think it was unattainable if it, w- it was real 85%, which is what we really think it is. My God, And that's absolutely inexcusable from a public health official, especially the voice of the fight against COVID. Yep. And at the very very least, Pat, he has long outlived his relevance in the public role. It's one thing if you wanted to say he's in, he's got a lot of uh, knowledge and you want to, we want to keep him around for his advice behind the scenes. Find someone else to go on television and talk about this stuff. He's mm-hmm. not convincing anybody. As I said, it's been at least six months since anyone changed their mind on any of these issues, at least. I mean, I think even longer on most of them. And... Fauci comes out and continues to go on mostly liberal television to say the same four things and say that Republicans are bad because they're not getting uh, vaccinated at high enough rates. And it convinces no liberals to get vaccinated and it convinces no conservatives to get vaccinated. It convinces no one of anything. And he continues to just keep doing it as if it's helping. Yeah. What is it doing? Whose mind is he changing at this point? If you actually care about changing somebody's mind, you'd put someone they've never seen before out there who can at least attempt to navigate these waters with some sort of fresh face instead you know what i think we should name a a black woman to the head of the national institutes of health (laughs) only a black woman can do this pat we i want to eliminate all white men okay all white women all asians all hispanics and all black men from consideration but we should put a black woman in the role i'm with you if it's a black trans woman Yes. Then I'm with you. In fact, but. I would like someone who was born a white male, but okay. now is a black trans woman. To a, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I would like, because that's the only way we can get <laughs> true diversity. <laughs> Pat and Stu in for Glenn today. He'll be back tomorrow. I, you know, Glenn may be the biggest fan of my pillow products uh, that that is out there. Maybe with the possible exception of Mike Lindell himself. Um, but we're talking not just my pillow, but uh, pillows, sheets, slippers. Uh, it's impossible not to love my pillow. Now more than ever, it is vital that we do business with companies whose values align with our own. And I, you know, I think you know, my pillow uh, is probably on your side on a lot of the issues we talk about, but they also make a great product, and that's really as important. It's as important. You don't want to just buy crap from somebody you agree with. You want to buy stuff that you really love from someone you agree with, and those things do exist, even though they don't get the the attention. For a limited time, uh, my slippers are 50% off with the promo code BECK. 
They offer all-day comfort with extra cushioning. They're made to wear both inside and outside the home. And slippers have become an all-day product. Let's be honest about it. And these days, I just wear them all day long. Go to MyPillow.com, click the radio listener specials, and check out the sale for 50% off my slippers. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. It's MyPillow.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, live every day from 7 to 9, right before this show, or anywhere you get your podcasts, any time of the day or night. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat and Stu today, Glenn's back tomorrow. Uh, we've been talking about the Neil Young Spotify situation where... I bet they really had to think long and hard. Now, it's either Neil Young or it's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. You <laughs> think, think it, it, took, I that think it took that long? I do. Oh, I don't think so. You don't think it was that long I think it process? was more like, it's Neil, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't think they got through the full Neil. But what we take mm-hmm. for granted now is Spotify itself. Incredible. That is the most incredible thing uh, that 20 years ago, 15 years ago, really, you, you couldn't have imagined such a thing. I guess it was just starting to be... A thing with, um, what was the initial? Oh, Napster. Napster. My gosh. Mm-hmm. Napster. Napster was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you could illegally download illegally. music. And then iTunes, uh, Apple said, hey, you know what? Maybe we can make that legal and actually let people stream stuff. And then it just exploded into Pandora and Spotify and, you know, a million different outlets. But the ability to think of a song... And think, wow, I haven't heard that in a long time. And five seconds later, you're listening to it. Yeah, I have, this happened to me last night. Where my wife just said a random word that reminded me of a band. And then 10 seconds later, I was listening to that band that was, you know, totally obscure. But I was trying to think awesome. about how to explain to my kids what my younger life was like listening to music. Oh, they totally can't relate to that. Yeah, I, I remember I used to go. I used to drive around the state with my friends who were, who were, you know, we were largely fans of like the same bands and we would go and like Mm -hmm. look for rare releases and like B sides and remixes and like for, you know, overseas Mm -hmm. releases of albums that had an extra track. Right. And like you'd hunt these things down, like you're searching, you know, you were, you were in a river looking for gold back in the (laughs) 1800s and it was so difficult and you'd, you'd, you'd luck out. And find you'd find one copy of it. It would be like thirty eight dollars. You'd be like, "Screw it, get it anyway." You know, like you didn't care because you wanted to get your hands on this. Now they have everything they could ever want yep. immediately. A hundred different versions. You know, we we miss how good things are in so many ways these days. I think often because of the obvious and important bad things that are going on, mm-hmm. we miss a lot of the good things. Yeah, and it's changed things to the extent where. There are certain things that just don't exist anymore, like calling 411 or, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, going to a music store or, you know, <laughs> trying to find sheet music. You don't need to do any of that. And I wonder, we haven't worked in music radio for a really long time. Do they even take requests anymore? Does anybody make a request? You don't need to. I don't need yeah. to be listening to my favorite radio station and call them and say, hey, would you please play the new song by Olivia Rodrigo? <laughs> you you go to Spotify and you're listening to Olivia Rodrigo immediately. It's we really should note you have called stations I have called for the latest many Olivia times. Rodrigo. Many times. With that voice because you want them to think you're 14. <laughs> hey, would you please play? <laughs> What's the name of the song where... 
it's good for somebody or whatever. <laughs> See, the fact that you know that much is, is already It's too impressive. much, really. It, it is. It's too much knowledge about it, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, that's. Are you the person I always hear blasting <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo when, when you pull that's into the me. parking lot? Yeah, I thought me. so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, but it is amazing. And I, look, there have... There are always ups and downs for this. If you owned a music store, you probably don't think this is as wonderful as many of the consumers do. But it is incredible what mm-hmm. you can get. And it is. you can, with a few commercials, get it for free. I mean, the, you know, I, I subscribe to that. I think I think Spotify is the one I subscribe to. Um, and it's, you know, this is as much music as I could ever want. All, yeah. Always available. Yeah. It's incredible. A, it similar really thing, a similar thing has happened with movies at home. Yep. Anything um, we want. Last week, we, we, we have a little tradition at my house where the kids come over and we, we do movie night. Steak and movie night every Friday. <laughs> and, nice. and we lost access to the internet. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We, I, I can't, we can't watch anything tonight. I don't know what. And I, we, you know, we've got a little room that has about 500 movies in it that are on DVD. <laughs> but I forgot that that's even an option. Yeah. The thing. I mean, DVDs are pretty much archaic now. Oh, you don't yeah. Even, I, even the I, Blu-rays. I never use them. Yeah. Uh, you can, I mean, there's just, it's too much of a hassle. It's like, yeah. you're thinking about actually going in and putting, it's unbelievable how fast that stuff happens too. You know, really it, fast. It was like, back in the day, you had the iPhone where you just type in the, the code. Mm-hmm. And then it was the right. fingerprint. And I remember thinking, why would, why the heck would I need to just do a fingerprint? It's so, it's like, it's, what is it, one second you're saving? <laughs> and within a week, it was irreplaceable in my life. And then... Uh, Wait, I have to type in four yeah. numbers? Yeah. I can't do that. It seemed completely yeah, insane within a week. And then they came out with a face ID thing. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, they're scanning my face, all this information they have. <laughs> within a week, it was irreplaceable in my life. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine putting my finger on the phone now. It just seems insulting. <laughs> they shouldn't even ask you to do no, that. No, don't ask no. me to do that. No. Like every once in a while, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the mechanics of it, but like you, 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 maybe you turn your phone off and when you turn it back on, you have to type the code instead of the face ID one time. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'd I want to burn Apple to the ground I... when it happens. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think about... Trying to hire arsonists in China to burn uh-huh. their factories down every yep. time they ask me to do it. That's how insane you get. You're thinking about a killing spree, <laughs> aren't you? It went, it's like, why? Should not have to do it that. Shouldn't be that way, but it is. It's so, it's, it, it's just incredible the how far we take for these, granted yeah. are amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, even in times like this where you know, we've had, obviously, not only the battles that we often discuss, uh, on you know talk radio with the restrictions for covid and all the terrible side effects they have had on our children mm-hmm. and all of that not to mention the actual health effects that have gone on and you know all the people who have suffered and lost loved ones and all the terrible things that have happened over the past couple of years you know you go back and look at death rates from 10 or 20 years ago and we're still doing better than them i mean we're doing worse than we were mm-hmm. A couple of years ago but still much better than we were doing in the 90s you know what i mean yeah we've all this stuff is improving all the time and we always miss it you know so that is an important thing i mean we, we often talk about how uh the, the example i think is the most pressing is you know since you know we were younger and then you can go back to the 90s for example this show started uh let's see i started working with glenn back in 1998 so that's a long time ago. You go back, obviously, even further than mm-hmm. that with Glenn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just since those times in our lifetime, we have taken billions of people out of poverty. 
we capital oh, global yeah. capitalism spreading has saved billions of lives the number is so remarkable just in the difference in the last like about 20 years the difference in the amount of children who die of hunger right mm-hmm. and malaria and various diseases around the globe that number has gone down considerably the difference is something like 18,000 kids a day that used to die now live. That's a staggering in number. In just our wow. lifetime. And if you ask people, wow. has poverty gotten better or worse in your lifetime? It's like 80% think it's gotten think worse. It's, yeah. And the total opposite is true. This has been, I mean, I don't think it's even arguable. It's the greatest accomplishment of humankind in the past thousand years probably and it's still disparaged still and it's still happening too yeah you know it's but it's totally disparaged and we see nations around the world turning against capitalism including our own how remarkable is that especially our own yeah i mean it's the most it's the most uh symbolic one right the the country that brought globe capitalism to the globe proved that it's the best system Mm -hmm. became the global superpower now is hiring people who hate it Right. And you know? want to change it completely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The difference of, uh, you know, maybe China moving a little bit into the world of capitalism and then now moving back the other way again. I mean, that's notable. Sure. It's certainly notable for the Chinese people, but it's not notable like the United States who, you know, brought this system to the people, brought this people system to humanity and is now turning against it. Which reminds me, since we're talking to Neil Young, we can go to the other side of the spectrum and somebody who talked about capitalism, a rock star that you would not expect to uh, sing the praises of capitalism. You remember what uh, Bono said about capitalism a few years ago? Uh, imagine for a second this last global recession, mm-hmm. but without the economic growth of China and India, without the hundreds of millions of newly minted middle class folks who now buy American and European goods. Imagine that. Think about the last five years. Rockstar preaches capitalism. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I hear myself and I just can't believe it. Um. <laughs> and I mean, that's a really cool thing, though, that yeah. he, he recognizes that. And, you know, he's, I don't think, certainly Bono's not a conservative. Oh, no. But he understands what capitalism has done for this planet. And the hybrid, even, of capitalism in China has brought 400 million people out of poverty. Yeah, it helped them for a while. I mean, we, we have an author on, I think it's next, next week, who's written a book. He's a Wall Street Journal reporter who wrote a book. Uh, I think it's called Red Carpet. And it's basically about how China has influenced Hollywood. And the other oh, way around, you know, how, and we hear these stories where they edit things out. There was a great one uh, that actually happened uh, today. Do I have the? I don't have the text in front of me of it, but it was the end of Fight Club. Have you heard this story? Oh, I read a headline. I didn't read the story. It's amazing. Basically, the end of Fight Club, if you've never seen the movie, is, you know, the the main characters of the, of the movie. Spoiler alert, by yeah, the way. Spoiler alert. They're standing there looking <laughs> out the window and they're which we could only describe as a terrorist revolution is underway. They are getting, they're bombing the feder- the financial buildings and watching all the buildings collapse into the ground. That's how the, it's a wonderfully uplifting movie. Uh, and so that's basically the end of the movie in China, right before the buildings blow up, they cut it off and they just put on the screen. Like, uh, I can't remember. Uh, they're, they're like, uh, thanks to Tyler's advice, the or Tyler's tip, 
the police un- uncovered the plot and arrested all the people and uh, they were put in jail and were eventually put into lunatic asylums and were released in 2012. <laughs> it's like legit. The end. The end. Uh, like, oh, like the exact, not only great. are they editing scenes out of the movie, Jeez. they're changing the plot <laughs> to the exact opposite uh, because they uh, want to show that they won. And so anyway, this book wow. is about the influence and what one of the interesting things that China did with this capitalist expansion that wasn't never really capitalism by any means, but it was access to markets is they came over, they dumped tons of money into places like Hollywood, learned how they did everything mm-hmm. and then went back and just started their own film companies that are now making as much money as Hollywood is no longer is American culture dominant around the world. But now a lot of Chinese culture is dominant in many areas of the world. And so they've totally changed that dynamic by basically coming over here and stealing our ideas and going back and replicating them. Right. Uh, this was obviously mm. part of the plan for a long time. And, you know, President Xi has made things much, much worse. But it, it's, it's interesting to watch that play out because it's it's going to it's going to have really long lasting implications. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. So the Fed has spoken, and as many of us suspected, uh, it looks like they're planning to hike rates as early as March. We're, what, at the end of January now, which means that we're looking at you know, basically roughly a month. So this might be the time to move on your mortgage. Um, if you happen to be thinking about a, uh, a mortgage refinance, if you want a free mortgage review, assess that something like maybe a refinance or a consolidation loan could help you save more money in the long run, uh, you can be helped by American Financing. Uh, They do a great job. I've worked with them. Uh, Glenn has worked with them. Sarah's worked with them as well. Uh, American Financing, you can call them today. A loan with them could literally change everything for you. Big time savings. And it's time to lock it in because who knows what's around the corner here. You could skip up to two mortgage payments as well. That's always fun. And you can close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Back Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Did you see this convoy in Canada? In yeah. This trucker convoy? Because, you know, they're protesting the fact that they have to get vaccinated or they lose their jobs. And it's really important. I mean, the, the, the people in the trucks by themselves can infect thousands. Right. Uh, we know that yeah. truck... <laughs> From inside of truck to outside of truck passage of COVID-19 is the most common way. It's where almost all of it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really common. These really truckers common. have spread this thing far and wide. And uh, this is a nice way to stop It's it. a trucker-borne disease. That's my, that's my understanding of it from Anthony Fauci. So what they've done is they're driving across the whole of Canada, east to west. So it's, the, it's a long trip. And they have created a convoy 300 miles long now. 300 miles long. It seems like even more than a convoy. Yeah. That's incredible. Now, 10,000 truckers from the U.S. were supposed to join them, too, but they're having a hard time because a lot of them aren't vaccinated, so they can't get across the border. 
<laughs> so makes a lot of sense. But here's what uh, Justin Trudeau had to say about these truckers. The small fringe minority uh-huh. of fringe. people who Line are on their way to miles. Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Unacceptable. Views. Unacceptable. You, they do not them. represent wow. the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science mm. and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, <sighs> our rights, our values as a country. I mean, the way they're pitting, he's doing it, Biden's doing it. You've got these world leaders who are just pitting one of their citizens against the other. It's so weird, too, because they have to make. For them to act as if this is a terrible fringe movement, they have to say they're small. But if they were small, it wouldn't be anything really to worry about. Yeah, right? he yeah. wouldn't even be talking about it right. if it was small. Now, 85% of, uh, of adults in... Is it 85% of... Uh, I'm trying to look at the, the dynamic. I think it might even be 85% of people in Canada are vaccinated. 85%. Oh my gosh. 85%? Yeah, which is... Pretty... You're not going to get bigger than that. I mean, no, I mean are I... you going to have a higher percentage than that? We're at seventy. Kind of doubt it. We're at seventy-six, by the way. So they're you know they're nine points ahead of us in vaccination rate or behind us, depending on how your view is on this particular issue. But the point is, like, but really, that's enough. It's Leave a, us alone. It's a small minority, by the way. It's also at the number where you know they all said it was going to be herd immunity. Right. Add in the people who have natural immunity. Like this is just a dumb old argument that doesn't make any sense. Remember, the Omicron variant came from Botswana. It's got nothing to do with how many people we have vaccinated here. Less than 10% of developing Mm. nations are vaccinated. This is going to boil. We're going to have variants like crazy coming in from all over the world for a long time. Yep. Get used to it. Understand we're going to be living with this for a while. Stop assaulting your uh, audience and your own voters with these accusations. This is the Glenn Beck.